Welcome to the Stretch Mobility Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Narker, and I'm truly honored to embark on this transformative journey with you. Together, let's build a thriving community of PTAs who are trailblazing their way to success in the world of stretch mobility coaching. I am here to equip you with the tools, knowledge, and strategies that will take you from being a physical therapist assistant to becoming a solo professional in the realm of stretch mobility coaching. Now, whether you're dreaming of starting your own practice or do you want to expand your current client base or you want to establish yourself as a respected authority in the health and wellness injury, I've got you covered. Now, this podcast is going to be more than just a show. Guys, it is a community, a community of caring and motivated PTAs who are committed to making a positive impact through the power of stretch mobility coaching. Together, we'll cultivate an environment where we can find inspiration, we can connect with like-minded professionals and foster meaningful collaborations. So get ready, immerse yourself in compelling stories, gain actionable insights, and be part of a community that champions your success. Let's unlock your full potential as a PTA and make a lasting impact in the world of stretch mobility coaching. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. And today we're going to talk about stretch mobility coach certification and how the stretch mobility coach is different from physical therapy treatment and what a PTA can expect to learn when they enroll in the stretch mobility coach certification program. Now, welcome back. We're here to explore the latest advancement and techniques in the stretch mobility coaching arena and how we're keeping people away from unnecessary surgeries. Now, I'm your host, Kim Narker, and today I have an exciting episode dedicated to a cutting edge training program that takes a physical therapist assistant to the next level of expertise and helps them advance their career. Now, today I have the pleasure of introducing Jordan Kimmel. She is a renowned expert in stretch mobility coaching and a leading instructor of the stretch method. Welcome, Jordan. I'm thrilled to have you here on the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be back on the show uh, to discuss the certification and affiliation program that we have going on for PTAs. Yeah. So to get started, could you tell all of the PTA listeners, and just know there's a lot of PTs on here listening as well, the stretch method, what it is and how it will benefit a PTA? Definitely. So TSM or the stretch method is an innovative training program that is able to equip PTAs with a comprehensive skill set to provide joint health treatments. It's a pretty advanced certification. It goes further than what we're able to do as a PTA only. It goes beyond like traditional PT practices, and it actually empowers PTAs to achieve incredible results for their patients. So TSM, it covers like in a range of like different techniques, such as joint mobilization, specific TSM stretching, and deep strength exercises. Um, it provides the PTAs with a thorough knowledge and understanding of like neurophysiology as well. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Can you elaborate 
how the stretch method, it it is. Can you elaborate how the stretch method incorporates these various elements to optimize patient outcomes? And now we call our patients clients. The patients- We do call them clients. Yeah. PTAs call them patients because it's in the health care setting, but we're in the well care. So we call our people clients. So just so you know, we might jump back and forth from a patient to a client and recognizing them. Yes, absolutely. So TSM actually adopted more of like a holistic approach and it addresses the joint health comprehensively. So by utilizing the joint mobilizations, PTAs learn how to manipulate and to restore the joint function and mobility. Um, The specialized TSM stretching helps improve the flexibility, range of motion, and just the muscle tension, relieving that effectively. Uh, We learn, they get to learn our phases of exercises that pair with our hands-on techniques with the method to provide uh, deeper stability to maintain the mobility that they gain. And then we improve the joint and musculoskeletal health. I'm sure that PTAs can greatly benefit from such a versatile skill set. Let's talk a little bit more about the the stretch method and its methodology um, and why it that methodology is so important when it comes to treating musculoskeletal clients. Yes. So you have realized, and it's taking you some time to figure it out as well, but there's definitely two areas that you've pointed out that traditional PT, they're unable to help them long-term because we don't know exactly, like they didn't know exactly why these clients were returning over and over. And that's like your number one, your healthy individual or your athlete who presents with an orthopedic injury or a problem we get them out of pain in traditional PT and then we send them on their way. Mm-hmm. And then we have the complex client, which is your hypermobile, your person who has fibromyalgia or other underlining issues that are affecting the nervous system. So these people tend to stay, like once they get into that system, they tend to kind of stay in the system because they go, they do PT and then, well, that didn't work. So then they're in injections and they're going for surgeries. And we've been seeing like these clients come into our system and we realize like the method that we're using, we do need to keep hands on these clients. We need to um, not seeing them necessarily weekly, but seeing them once a month or however we need to see them so that they can avoid these surgeries and keep their systems healthy. We see that with the complex clients, there's a lot of nervous system involvement as well. So I think just figuring out what the client's goals are as well as to be able, for them to be able to like reach their goals, we need to really address like the underlying problem pretty much. So we're able to take those two types of patients, your low back pain and tightness, your joint hip knee pains and, you know, regenerate, re- work on those joints and get the joint function restored and then provide a better outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So let's um, talk about those people that we typically get in our clinic. These people, from what I found, was that people wanted more than PT services could provide. And you were here when we first transitioned over from TSM. Um, You were hired to be a PTA um, and a stretch mobility coach. I kind of thought at that time, oh, you could probably be both because I still had that self-limiting belief that 
you know, as a stretch mobility coach, maybe the business won't be successful and maybe, you know, a full-time PTA can do PTA and they can do stretch mobility coaching. We found pretty quickly that was not possible. I think I asked pretty quickly if I could no longer have PT patients on my schedule so I could just do stretch mobility coach. It was kind of funny that day when you came in and you were like, Kim, I... Is it's there so any hard way? to go back and forth. <laughs> it's so it was so limiting to have to follow a plan of care and try to reach certain goals that I knew my clients had other goals in mind and things they wanted to do. And I was like, I can't get you there only doing this. Yeah. So tell us kind of what a typical PT evaluation based on a diagnosis and their goals kind of look like. So typically, I mean, unfortunately, like PTs have to create these goals based on what their patients are telling them and what their patients want to be able to do. And the PT has got to look at, okay, well, I know insurance is going to give me this much time, this many visits, or only reimburse me for this amount of treatment, or, you know, I can only do so much manual, or I can only do so much of this. And so they're pretty limited on what plans they can come up with. So like, for instance, like, they'll create a short-term goal, which we've all seen of improve pain during sleep to less than three out of 10. And then long-term goals are improve pain while driving less than three out of 10, improve active range of motion of bilateral hips to within normal limits. Or, I mean, we've all seen these goals and those are all great, but you also have clients that are coming in and these, those goals that are set for them they want to be able to go run again. They want to weight lift heavy. They want to go like play with their grandkids or their kids. Like putting those type of goals in place are a stepping stone to get them there. They're not bad. They're just not going to get the expectations not going to be met of the client. The client's thinking they're going to get rid of their pain forever. And when PT doesn't do that, they don't know where to look then when they have a musculoskeletal issue. And so, most people end up going to chiropractic care. Then they go to personal trainers, yoga studios, yeah, Pilates, yeah. Pilates studios, um, massage therapists. Um, and all of those from what we've found in the clinic offer just temporary relief. And, and mm -hmm. I call it a band-aid treatment because we're just treating a symptom and we're not fixing the reason that the symptom is happening. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because then, when you look back at these goals that our PTs write um, in your PTA clinic, you worked orthopedics for your entire career. Um, I, I went from orthopedics to skilled nursing to home health just because I needed more money. So I came back because my love is in orthopedics, but it's mm -hmm. funny. I never questions, questioned any of those goals at that time, but I never did either. I, I also knew my clients wanted more. So I was striving to give them more uh -huh. than the goals. But what I didn't know as a PTA is actually the company, um, Medicare or whoever paid the bill, the insurance company could actually come back and take that money away from the clinic. So that's a huge disconnect um, for owners and for employees too. You got to know, guys, these um, orthopedic clinic owners, 
right now they're struggling to keep up with this reimbursement. And I know that you as a PTA are frustrated because you want to get your clients better, but just mm -hmm. understand trying to achieve a goal more than what your PT, PT writes, just because your client wants it can actually cause the insurance carrier to come back and they literally can go into your owner's bank account and take that money away that you provided that extra treatment for. So that is a very, very fine line that you do not want to cause because you're there, you could cause that um, company go bankrupt. And, and that's not cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. So what I found <laughs> is that we don't track where the population, we establish the goals in the PT clinic and mm -hmm. we meet those goals and we get them out of pain. Okay. Yep. But this population mm -hmm we didn't know where they went after the PT clinic. Did you ever make a call? And, and I mean, I know we check to reactivate people, but we really never know where they're seeking care from until they right. come back the next time and tell us their story. And that's yep. if they come back. Yep. Cause not everybody yeah, comes because, back. Right. So not everyone comes back because like you said earlier, they start looking for other care because they're like, well, I already tried PT. And either that didn't work and then they go to Cairo or they go to massage, like you were saying. And then it's like, once they do cycle back to us, because the doctor is like, oh, you need PT again. And we're looking at them like, oh, you're back for the same thing. We're like, oh, you must have not done your exercises. Or I'm like, we were so bent on, oh, we were brainwashed. We were or, brainwashed. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, well, they're non-compliant. So you know what? We've done all we can do. So now you need surgery. And it's like, <sighs> doesn't it break your heart when you know now? Yes. People... <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, I was, at least I was six years into mine, but before I found this, but six years of treating clients. And I'm literally thinking like, well, I don't know what else we could have done. Like I'm doing everything I was taught. I I've given you everything. And little did I know, like there's deeper things we can look at. There's more we could have done. There's more, um, but we can't do provide. it with an insurance because insurance won't cover it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we look at this as like PT is not the first choice for care for these musculoskeletal conditions. And many people that do cycle back year after year, you're right. We just say they're non-compliant and we talk to mm -hmm. each other like, yeah, they're non-compliant. They're a repeat offender. We kind of put yeah. titles and labels on these people. Yes. And then they end up leading to surgery. Guys, I'm not trying to undermine or tell you guys that you're not doing your job. What I'm trying yep. to clarify is to give you a distinct relation to what insurance covers, what you are able to do within your PTA license and your PT license, and what you can do to support these individuals that need more care. Because we've seen it in the clinic, that injury re-injury cycle doesn't just stop because the pain is gone. And uh -huh. pain is the first thing that goes away. Yeah, that's like, we can get the pain away. It's making sure the joint maintains the healthy movement function is the hard part. And that's what we got to really educate our clients on as well. 
And then you so. have to take into consideration nervous system, everyday life, you know, if they're eating inflammatory foods, if Absolutely. they're not sleeping good, if they have high stress, you know, are there other services? And we found within our clinic that we actually have to refer people out to functional medicine doctors, yep. um, to hormone clinics, to other people that can dig a little deeper than what we are able to dig within, you know, the orthopedic sector. And I want to mention one more thing, um, just to build awareness that we prescribe a home exercise program at the end of our PT treatment. And we just give them the home exercise program. And I think we're just aloof to think that that home exercise program is enough to keep them away from cycling back or away from surgery. Do you remember that? We yeah. wanted to make sure that last visit, we gave them a home exercise program you and each of us, all of these exercises to do. <laughs> I feel bad actually for those people that went off to surgery due to the lack of what we were able to do for these people. Um, so my heart goes out to those because we know so much more now and the stretch mobility coach certification actually teaches a PTA the skill to perform treatments that provide long-term relief from pain and or tightness. And we actually can keep those people away from these surgeries by providing with providing them with our TSN treatment and our standard of care. Now, Absolutely. could you tell us a little bit more about the significance of understanding neurophysiology in the context of how we use it? Yes, absolutely. So understanding neurophysiology is crucial for the PTAs to comprehend the neuromuscular connections that govern the joint function and movement. Um, so with good understanding and uh, of the P PTAs can improve and implement targeted joint modes and TSM treatments to improve the joint mobility, improve neuromuscular control, improve proprioception, uh, it reduces the risk of common compensations that tend to lead to the injury and chronic musculoskeletal disorders. It's evident so. that the stretch method covers a very wide range of valuable techniques. How is this program different from other advanced training options that PTAs can go to? Man, it definitely set, it, it's set apart from other programs. So there's a big focus on joint health and system. There's a systemic approach that combines the joint modes, TSM stretching, deep strength exercises, and neurophysiology. This, it, it, all of those things combined are what maximizes like your patients or clients, as we call them, outcomes. And it actually is able to empower PTAs to provide this specialized level of care that addresses both the symptoms and underlying causes of the neuromuscular issues. So there's no comparison, honestly, to me, what this program provides. And a PTA, the, the care that they get through continuing ads mm -hmm. are based on rehabilitation. They don't get the opportunity to learn long-term treatment strategies, nor do they get to learn results-driven mm -hmm. treatment that focuses on neurophilic physiology. Um, it, it, it's very beneficial for patients and PTAs alike. Now, are there any prerequisites for PTAs interested in pursuing the stretch method certification? Yes. So they either have to have 
graduated from an accredited PTA program or hold a PTA license. So they can be at any stage of this, of this career. Like, so either they might have experience in outpatient or might have experience as a PTA and already working, or if they're a new grad, like, and they want to advance their skills, we're more than happy to help train them and show them what they can help provide to a client. So I remember when you came in that first week when I was training you on stuff and, and, and then we hear this all the time, you know, I've oh. taken joint mobilizations. I know how to do joint mobilizations, blah, 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 blah. But our training program is much more comprehensive than joint mobilizations. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit. I remember you, you didn't tell me until I think a few months later, I think that Friday after you'd been with us for a week, a week what happened? I was so overwhelmed and I got home and I was in my room and I just cried. <laughs> I was like, what did I just get myself into? It was so overwhelming. And then I think I just had to like take a few deep breaths and then sat, I think I gave up the rest of that day. But then the next day or Sunday, I started looking at the information again in the material. And I think I finally figured out how it was clicking. And I was like, okay, I think I got this. And I came back Monday and it actually like was clicking. It made more sense. Like I was like, okay, I can do this. I just have to study. I just have to like, and it's, I mean, you do have to put time in to understanding and it's, it's a lot of information. And I fortunately had a PT who was above me, who encouraged me to use my hands and taught me joint mobilization. So like I was telling Kim, I'm like, oh, I've done that before, but there's also some techniques that are advanced that I'd never seen or learned. And, so, and it's more the system that we put them in and how we test them and, uh -huh. and how we put these mobilization techniques in, in order mm -hmm, yeah based on the diagnosis and symptoms that people have and that's not taught out there I don't I mean you may be taught a series of do this joint mobilization do this yep. but you're not talk you're not taught to take a person who comes in with stenosis and can't stand up more than five minutes to take them through a su successful treatment that in 10 sessions can improve that mobility deficit and the strength. You're, you're not I mean, told that. No, we've seen clients come in and we don't, they don't necessarily have that diagnosis. However, you can see how they present when they walk in and we just apply the method for their body and as they need and as they tolerate. And just like we've talked about on a podcast before, the guy coming in who couldn't load on the right side and he's bent forward, like within what, two or three sessions, he was a whole new person, like his face and like his, just his personality coming out more and just a whole different mood. And he could walk and stand up straight. Like I was like, wait, Oh my gosh. I totally remember that first time you saw Oliver. Oliver is my son-in-law and Oliver for most of you guys don't know, but my daughter has a condition called POTS and Oliver was having to lift my daughter when she fainted and she's an adult. And 
they're both about the same height. He might be a little bit taller than her, but he was using very poor body mechanics. And I kept getting after him and kept getting after him. And he, he was stubborn. He didn't want to listen to me because he was young. Well, he was walking the dogs one day and the dog, one of the dogs pulled a little bit on the leash forward. And he came in the next day. And I remember um, him coming in for physical therapy. And I thought, Oh God, surgery. I mean, he's in his twenties. I think he was in his twenties, late twenties. He's going to have to go in for 29, 29. He's going to have to go in for um, herniated disc surgery. Cause uh, God, we can't fix that. And I remember him going through PT and I remember me calling Stacy and Stacy going, just follow the method. You know, you're doing the right thing. Just follow the method. And then Oliver went out to his doctor who, which, which was an osteopath and she tested him and went, you're on the right track. Keep going with your mother-in-law. And then I handed him over to you and you were like, what am I supposed to do? I was like, wait, did you see this? Like, what is this? (laughs) So he, his leg was literally abducted on one side. He was scoliosis, um, herniated disc, bad. Um, leg was abducted probably maybe 15, 20 degrees. And he was not loading. He looked like he was walking like a 90 year old man. Yeah. It was yeah. bad, but literally in what, a couple weeks, couple weeks, he was loading better. And honestly, I mean, how many years later he's back to CrossFit, which is just unreal i mean doing box jumps he's doing big lifts what they call snags yeah uh snatches and he does cleans and he does deadlifts and back squats and i'm like i like how he tries to compare now (laughs) yeah you got (laughs) he he competes with you that's hilarious but his rehab let's just tell i mean he wouldn't he would have been cut off in physical therapy it took him a year to cover recover from the first injury absolutely yeah and that was utilizing do what it was a solid year he was like consistent he was like at least two times a week or so like and I'm gonna have PTs rolling their eyes going oh my god it took you a year to getting better in a herniated disc guys what you don't understand is we had to look at so many other things and the injury and re-injury cycle if you don't fix it in that area that is sending a message to the hips and the pelvis. And he also had a complexity. So he needed that time to rebuild his musculoskeletal system. And we've got him back into personal training. Then he injured in personal training, even under our supervision with our personal trainer. And we had to bring him back into the clinic. So open your eyes, your people are going out and going into personal training and getting injured and you just don't know about it. So mm-hmm. let, let's talk about one more. I know you're, you've got some clients to get to, but I yep. want to talk about a client that came in. That's a young baseball player here locally. Mm-hmm. He had pars. He received mm-hmm. three PT sessions. I believe that one of the big um, orthopedic clinics um, that's renowned um, here locally His mom actually reached out to me through Facebook to see if we can help him get back into baseball. Um, He was actually a pitcher or he is actually a pitcher for one of the local private shows. Tell me about Elliot in his case. 
when you first saw him? So when Elliot came in, he truly didn't have a lot of pain anymore. However, like his mom was just like, can you please just see these exercises he's supposed to do? And she wanted us to take a look at him. So I did our whole testing. I saw how he presented his hips were so locked up back was he actually is hypermobile through his back. I think he had a huge growth spurt, which I think is what put him more at risk for what he had, like getting the fractures and all that. So seeing how much we were able to help him improve. So what, what I had noticed is at the end, I was like, well, show me the exercises you're doing. And like the PT gave you, cause she's like, should he keep doing them? Should he not? And I don't like to tell people not to do things, but the position he was getting put in, like doing, he was too high level of exercises that his body didn't have the deep stability to perform is what I was noticing. So they gave him these higher level exercises as he's an athlete and he's a kid and he should be able to go do these exercises. And it's no problem was actually putting him more in extension in his lower back where he needs to protect the fract, like let the fracture heal. It took a long time for that fracture to heal. So as I'm seeing him, we're waiting for this to still heal. He's going back and getting the MRIs and x-rays done to see how the, how it was progressing. And doctor kept saying, you're doing good like keep doing what you're doing. So I've now seen Elliot on a maintenance program and um, he's been able to get back to, he had an amazing freshman year and season pitching. Uh, his mom has shared photos with us from before he had injured his back. And so now he has so much more mobility. He didn't even know what he was lacking and how much better he's been able to pitch because of the lack of mobility he had in his hips and just the strength he was lacking. So there's just a lot that we've been able to see and do for him. And if you had him come into a PT clinic before you started um, becoming a stretch mobility coach, what, where do you feel like you could have helped him in the PT clinic? I feel like in the PT clinic, I... I don't know that I would have caught the different compensations he had with his exercises. I don't know. I think that we would have been just massaging his back for the muscles. And I think, so like releasing muscle tension and doing soft tissue mobilization, we probably would have slapped a TENS unit on him. Like I just, and those I are all great things. There's nothing not wrong with those things. things. I just don't think that they would have gotten him to the full potential that he has right now. So what do you find? So when a person goes to PT, cause we do see this, we get people post PT, we get people that don't think they need PT and they come to us. Um, so you have this person who has an active fracture um, and the body is guarding in the lumbar spine. What do you find treatment wise that you have now that you didn't have then that you're able to help him? So definitely being able to look at more than just the fracture site in his lower back. So I'm able to look at how his hips are affecting, how his thoracic spine may be affecting this lower back, how, so looking at the joint movement in other areas above and below where that is and knowing what to do for sure. And knowing I have support that if I have any questions and I'm worried about any of our techniques, I know we can reach out to 
Stacy and someone else who, you know, can help guide us as needed, but truly being able to utilize the stretch method and how we can stretch, utilize stretching and the joint mobilizations, teaching the deep stability exercises. I feel like there's just a lot more tools. I mean, we utilize also like the deep thermal laser in the clinic as needed and as we can. And I think that's a huge to help regenerate the healing process. So I feel like we have many, many, many more tools than Mm -hmm. we had as a PTA. I also feel like those tools that we learn also are more specific and tailored to symptoms. It kind of takes the guesswork out of things. So our testing and we say functional testing because that's our proprietary method. It, it's it's really different than any other functional testing out there. Now, it may have components of some of the functional testing right. that we've learned over the years. But when we go into our consult, it is tailored specifically to low back and hips. And then our treatment program is tailored to every joint that contributes to the low back and hips. And then we also, they'll learn upper quadrant and that's every joint in the upper quadrant. Um, So for someone who has a shoulder injury, we're going to look at the entire upper quadrant to see what joint is not moving and what compensations are happening and then where they are within that injury, re-injury cycle and the deconditioning cycle. So there's a lot of stuff we're looking at. Um, And then we also learn lower quadrants. So Mm -hmm. you're going to not only learn the entire body Mm -hmm. and what systematic way you can test and what systematic way you can treat and implement and what that successful program looks like, but you're also taught every diagnosis out there, what symptoms they present with, and then how to perform a consult successfully to be able to determine where the problem is coming from and how to to devise a treatment program that is successful for your client. So that when you're seeing a person who has pain and or tightness, you have the skills and confidence to be Mm -hmm. able to utilize the method and Even if you don't feel confident in the method, which I think the first three months when you were doing it, you were like, oh, I'm charging people $85. And, you know, I got to call this out. You know, I got to call this out. And you, you had gotten your personal training certification. So you were charging personal training fees of whatever it was that your income was you were charging like $25, $35, whatever they pay you for an hour, right? Yeah. So you came through the program and probably the first three months you were saying, oh my God, um, I don't know if I can do a consult because I can't charge somebody $85 because you were, you were not really, you didn't see how well the treatment helped people differently from physical therapy. But after yeah. your third month, I remember you coming to me, it was, I think it was Tuesday afternoon after you'd gotten off work and you're like, oh no, I raised the price. I raised the price to $95. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were like, holy cow, I was having a hard time with 85. Now you raised it to 95. 
And then a couple of weeks after that, I think you came to me and said, I'm worth every bit of that $95. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't take long to see what all it did. And and so what, what was that? What was that mind shift, Jordan, where you thought, oh my God, I got to charge $85. And now we charge $105 now. What was that mindset shift like for you? And why did you change your mind? It was actually getting to apply the method more for me. Like I just knew, okay, trust the method, follow the method. And I did it. And then hearing and seeing how well it worked. And I'm like, okay, I'm not getting these types of comments or results in what our traditional care was providing. So absolutely like clients that either don't qualify for PT or clients that they've tried multiple things. They come in and see us honestly, just anymore. Like when I'm looking for treatment, like I'm like, I need a stretch coach. Like I need, like, I You're just not saw kidding. the value. I saw the value in what we provide and what we do. And I just, you can't get it anywhere else right now. And whenever I'm personally, like I'm healthy, I work out how many days a week and I train and I know what I'm looking at. I know what to do. I know all the exercises. I know how to do mobility. I, I have the knowledge. However, I know the hands-on that we provide and I know what we do in here. And if I'm injured or something's going on, I'm like, Kim, <laughs> you I need know. to get in here. And me too. Because, I, I, I yeah. have like, my elbow is giving me some problems and my ankle yeah. is, and it's like, you and I don't even have the time to work on each other. And it's funny, we even have Stacy and we can go and we see Stacy, but we're like, I know there's more that we need to do, but we don't even have a stretch coach to be able to work on us the way that we know we have to be worked on. The last thing I want to touch on is kind of helping people understand where people are that want more Mm -hmm. in their care. And your mom is going through this healthcare system right now. Um, She actually drove what, two hours to get down here, three hours to get down here to see you um, because she was having some neck and shoulder pain, right? Yes. So tell me what problems she was presenting with. She's like, I think I have frozen shoulder. She couldn't raise her arm up very far. It was just so painful. And then she had all the pain on her right side of her neck. And so she drove three hours down on a Friday. So I could see her once I was done with clients on Friday. And then I could see her again Saturday morning. And then I can't remember if I made her stay again. So I could see her Sunday morning. I think I only saw her twice that weekend, but she, uh, definitely when I tested her joints and everything, like she was locked up neck, thoracic shoulder, a lot of her issues. She works on a computer at work and she has a sit to stand desk. So she's like, I'm doing all those things. I'm switching it up. I'm doing stretches. I'm doing, she, I, I had given her exercises in the past and because it's bothered her before, but not as bad. It was waking her up at night. And so it was limiting how much she could sleep. She was so uncomfortable. And so she just realized like, it's just too much. Like she tried to come down again. Another time she was at my sister's house and drove two hours down to see me and then had to drive all the way back home three hours. So I was just too far for her. And and really, we need people to come two times a week. And it's hard because, you know, you've got your mom. I know I have my dad that I can help. And, and 
thank goodness we have Jennifer in Georgia that can help my dad now, but you mm-hmm. don't have anybody up there um, to be able to help your mom. So what is she having to do? Because we don't have a stretch mobility coach where she is. So she went to the doctor and they recommended PT and she went to the PT and I was like, just make, ask them, do they do joint mobilizations? Do they stretch you? Do they do hands-on? Are they a heavy manual clinic or not? So she asked all the things and she did the PT and she was, it would hurt so bad when they stretched her, she would do her exercises and then it would feel better. So like she's staying on her exercises. Her pain is she has been discharged. She did two times a week for four to six weeks, I want to say. And then they were discharging her. And I was like, well, is it better? And she's like, I think I'm just going to have to live with a little bit of pain forever. It is better. It is better. However, she's like, it's not, I have to do much. I have to do this. And I think I'm always just going to have pain to some degree. And I'm like, how does that make you feel? it kills me. (laughs) It makes me sad because number one, I can't just help her because I can't go to New Washington three, two days a week. And I know she can't come down to me right now, but I just, I feel like there's so much more that we could provide for her and get her to a better spot where she could maybe maintain it. You know what I mean? And maybe just come see me once a month or, but she's just not to that spot. So, so if you, what would you say to PTAs right now that are frustrated in their field and ready to make a change? What, what would you say to them based on where you were three years ago, because you've been a stretch mobility coach for three years and you're um, develop helping me develop the lead coach position, stretch mobility lead coach. Um, What would you tell a PTA? Honestly, this is, been the best decision I've ever made. I'm actually passionate about my career again. I do not hesitate. Minimally get on a phone call with Kim and see if it's a right fit for you. But I have no regrets. I cried my first week. I have no regrets about my decision. I honestly don't see, I can't go back to a traditional PT care setting. So Kim needs to be around forever. (laughs) No. Um, I just, I honestly, I, I don't know how to give you any more confidence. There's, I literally have nothing but amazing things to say about this certification and program. And I don't think that anyone would have regrets coming on. We need you. We do need need PTAs across the U S because these people need more than what PT can give them and insurance will give them. And guys, our parents are hurting um, their sisters and their brothers and their nieces and their nephews are hurting and they need stretch mobility coaches and we need them all around the U S and we, it's, you know, it doesn't, the day that a PTA signs on with me is not the day that I'm like, yes, I'm not thrilled with a sale. The day that that PTA, I reach out to him and go, okay, it's been a couple of weeks. You've already learned this, this, and this. You've been able to apply the techniques. It's when they tell me, oh my God, I have helped my mom who did not have the ability Mm -hmm. to be helped. And she's been going through this system for three years. That is the moment that thrills me because I know I've walked you through successfully and Jordan does all the training for that now. So 
she's got to go and see a client. I know she's panicking because she's got one minute and there's probably already here, but um, Jordan, thank you for coming on the show. I'm going to let you step away and I'm just going to finish up the last okay. little bit of this, but I appreciate you so much. You don't know what you bring value wise to our community and you are just a fabulous person and what you do in helping people is um, I hope other people will step forward and learn the technique so that they can do and be just like you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I hope to get some more PTAs in here to train them. Cause then if I can help train you and then you can help how many more people that's just, that's going to be amazing. So it is. I appreciate right. you go help that person. <laughs> Thank you. I will see you. All right. See ya. All right, guys. So you, that was Jordan's, um, it, she only has a little bit of time. We actually had to block the schedule today for her to jump on this episode for us. And I hope that you are able to really hear how different we are from physical therapy, but also how you're going to learn techniques that you are not going to be able to learn in physical therapy assisting. This is not taught on the rehab side. We provide a different technique and it is not assisted stretching. We are keeping people away from surgery and we need more PTAs. We need PTAs that are ready to step forward and learn a more advanced technique and skill to be able to help these people because our parents are needing it. Their friends, their family, and their kids are needing this care and they are looking for you. I want to thank you for joining the show. And if you want to learn more about the stretch method and the certification process and how to become a stretch mobility coach, you can visit our official website at thestretchmobilitycoach.com and backslash PTAs learn more. There you're going to find details about training to become a solo provider and you can open your own clinic or you can work at a clinic and you'll be able to see why and how I developed the stretch mobility coach certification and the stretch method and also see testimonials from PTAs that are currently apprentices and you're also going to be able to be provided with a scheduling link to schedule a free information session that um, is with my team. Thanks you for joining me today so that we can share this incredible information about the stretch method. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And I want to make sure that you join our PTA Trailblazer private Facebook group. Go to that group. There are some questions. There are prereqs for you to get in that group answer those questions or you won't be entered into the group. And in there, I put some fabulous, um, more specific details about different professions and ways that you can actually advance in your career. Um, and just search PTA Trailblazer um, and you should be able to find and join that group. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. We are looking forward to seeing you in the PTA Trailblazer group and hope that this episode was very enlightening to you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Stretch Mobility Coast podcast. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights that will propel your journey as a PTA in the world of stretch mobility coaching. Remember, the power lies within you to transform your career. 
don't hesitate to implement the tools, the knowledge, and the strategy that we've discussed to take that leap from being a PT assistant to becoming a solo professional. Now, before we part ways, I want to encourage you to share this podcast with your colleagues and fellow PTAs. Together, we can build a strong community of passionate and empowered PTAs trailblazing their way to success. Now, to ensure that you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. By subscribing, you'll be notified whenever a new episode is released and you won't miss out on the latest tips, interviews, and stories that can fuel your professional growth. Thank you once again for being a part of our vibrant community. Your dedication to your clients and your commitment to personal and professional development is truly inspiring. I'm honored to be on this transformative journey with you. Until next time, keep stretching boundaries, embracing growth, and making a profound impact as a stretch mobility coach. Together, let's unlock the full potential of your career and create a legacy of excellence for other PTAs.